0: Far wing, wait on the shot clock, Gets it to Anna Carrico, Lewis now, season opening, drives against traffic, and it'll fall through. Offensive rebound by Boubacar, stick back, no,
1: slam back, Thompson. yes! Barrett back to throw, fires left. It's a double pass to the left side, it is picked off! Intercepted up the middle by Vince Calhoun. He's got it far side at the 15, cutting back at the 20, Calhoun down the sideline, breaking free, he's at the 40, the 50, and shoved out of bounds.
0: Put those leftovers away. No need in this installment of the Eastern Insider Podcast. A whole batch of fresh new crops of interviews and a lot of different things going on Eastern Michigan Athletics today. Hello and hi again, everybody. I'm Greg Steiner. Thanks for tuning in today's Cyber Monday edition of the Eastern Insider Podcast. Happy to have you along as always. Kyler Ludlow on location this week. He's at TCU as the men's basketball team gets ready to play the Horned Frogs tonight down in the heart of Texas. So we'll fly solo today on a really good week to enjoy this this one after the post-holiday feast. Eastern Michigan Volleyball last night luring their fate, where they're going. They'll be headed to Champaign-Urbana to take on the Fighting Illini of the University of Illinois this Friday, and certainly a good matchup for them. It's a very strong Illini Ball Club but Eastern Michigan playing their best volleyball of the year. Winners of seven of the last eight and winners of that Mid-American Conference Tournament Championship, they'll be out for a good match on Friday night, 7 o'clock Central Time, 8 o'clock Eastern. And then you can also stay and enjoy some emu women's basketball the following afternoon as women's basketball fred castro will have him on this show as well to talk about their game against uic and also their trip to Champaign this weekend to watch kimmy olsen and her crew so both of those in store we'll also talk another edition of peanuts gallery as she gets riley taylor to come in for a visit riley of course the setter on the emu volleyball team and get her thoughts on their trip but we could not also let you go without reminding you of the Cyber Monday deals that Eastern Michigan Athletics has going on. Today only, though. Save 30% off your single-game men's basketball ticket price for any three home games when you buy their Cyber Monday package. Home games still against Buffalo, Toledo, Central Michigan, and so much more. And you can also get a women's deal of the season. Buy one, get one sale exclusively today. Good for any home game. Uh, You buy one, you get a second free. All those details on emueagles.com. Hopefully you'll buy your Cyber Monday deal. We'll see you here at the Convocation Center for plenty of EMU basketball this season. This week, as we told you, men's basketball on the slate. They will be at TCU tonight, then head to Northeastern this weekend. So you can catch those games on WEMU. The EMU football team will wait their bowl selection. That'll come on Sunday afternoon. Still ways to make your notes on where you'd like to go. Go to the EMU bowl interest page, fill out your form, and follow Chris Creighton and his crew. Seven wins, including... Their first winning campaign in conference play since 1995. The Eagles can't wait to hear their name said on Sunday. All that and so much more on this installment of the Eastern Insider Podcast. For the first time, Eastern Michigan is heading to the NCAA tournament. As tonight they learned their fate, they will be traveling to Champaign-Urbana to take on the Fighting Illini, joined alongside EMU Volleyball coach Kimmy Olsen. And what a feeling it is to see your name flash across the television screen.
2: Yeah, we're so excited to be here. Being a first time that this school has ever sent anybody to the big dance is obviously a huge honor for us, and just to, the opportunity to represent the MAC, we're just we're so excited.
0: Before we delve fully into the Illini, let's take a look back at the run that you had through that MAC tournament. You get Kent State to open things up, winners three nothing, then have to face Buffalo, Bowling Green, and Miami. Nothing like a gauntlet to to really fully give you a test as the five seed.
2: Yeah. So, you know, we got to play all those teams earlier in the season. We were really soaked about getting to see Kent first round. But from then on, it was really about doing something that that we hadn't really done, at least in our history. So for us, it was really about getting back at those guys. We called it the revenge tour of the East. We were kind of assuming that those were the teams that we were going to get to see. But the one big thing that we kind of talked through is that we didn't forget about those losses early in the season. I told the girls, like, remember this feeling, and this is what will fuel you when it counts. And I I felt like we absolutely used that to our advantage.
0: How much did last year's tournament run, just sneaking into it and then having the success help you this season?
2: Oh, that definitely helped us. You know, last year, I think we were just happy to be there. This year, we believe that we were there for a purpose and that we could do some damage. And to see how far we could go. We were just going to see, but this team absolutely believed that they could win from the beginning of the season.
0: Against Miami, you find yourself behind in the first set. Then you win set two, lose set three, and then all of a sudden, set four, things come alive, and set five against the Red Hawks, it was just a runaway winner.
2: Yeah, we really got some momentum in the fourth just running away with it. And it just seemed like they got a little bit shaky and unconfident in some of their shot selection and and the way that they served. And we just ate up every single second of that. We still distributed our offense and stayed aggressive all the way to the end.
0: Cassie Howitt, the tournament MVP, 19 kills, hit 429 in that final set. I unfortunately was not able to make it, but I heard on that final set, she called for it, said, let's end this right now, and she did.
2: Yeah, we all, everybody was in the whole building was probably thinking, hey, this ball's going to Cassie, um, and she was ready for it. They served a ball to her libero. Uh, Riley set her up, and that was it.
0: You also get Jordan Smith and Melissa LaFace on the all-tournament teams. It's not a, a one-person show, and they certainly proved that they can – uh, make your team go in a lot of different ways.
2: Yeah, for sure. Our seniors—they ha- rose to the occasion the entire tournament. They're people that we depended on the entire season, also. But Liz kept everything alive. She had to sh- receive a bunch of serves, and uh, our setters distributed the ball to both the Jordan and Cassie for the most part, and it was—it worked.
0: Winners of now seven of your last eight matches, but. All things were not rosy for a while. You went through a stretch, lost five of six from mid October through the end of October. What was the difference this team found after going through that rough patch?
2: Yeah, you know, we knew that we'd be pretty good, and we started off with a, with a great run early, not really beating too many teams that were at the very top of the conference. So when we hit the Bowling Greens and the Miamis in there, we, we definitely took a little bit of a rough patch, but it, they were close matches. You know, when we got to line up back against them uh, in the tournament, If you looked at the stats or even watched the match, you knew that that was just going to be a battle. It was last time. And I think that seriously losing that stretch gave us the edge in the end.
0: Also, I think it can be also said you look at what this team had the ability to do, make the international trip. Allowed your freshmen to to play, and during the MAC tournament run, those freshmen were playing.
2: Yeah, we <laughs> we got to play everybody that was healthy or wasn't red shirting during the tournament because we needed them. We needed different parts at different times, whether it was a serving sub or someone to bail us out on the outside or even in the middle. So uh, that Costa Rica trip was an unbelievable experience um, from both a playing standpoint but also just as a relational one you know one of our values is is unity and I felt like this team really got it so much earlier than most teams do.
0: two years ago just eight and 21 and 16 last year improved by eight wins this year five match improvements. Uh, a lot has happened in the, the time you've been at EMU and, and really making this program yours. And and for this program only to have one postseason appearance coming in 1990, I think that says a lot for a short Transition you were able to accomplish.
2: Yeah, really I gotta give all the credit to these guys. This group of seniors came in with me as freshmen, and you know, I didn't recruit them, but they they fell in right away and just bought in, and we went through some trials and tribulations and ups and downs and a lot of downs in a couple of those years, but they stayed strong, they worked so hard, they listened, they bought in and they believed they could be champions.
0: Joined by head coach Kimmy Olson. You've had two a couple previous trips when you were an assistant coach back in 2012 with the College of Charleston and then at the University of Albany what did those two uh, trips as an assistant coach tell you now for being the person in charge when it's that light shining upon you
2: yeah, you know, I think it's just something that you know how great it is to play with the best of the best in December. It's something that we've talked about since the second that I got here. It was one of our goals, you know, the very first year. So, you know, when we were at Albany went out and played at Stanford, um, that was obviously a very special experience playing the number two team in the country. Not that different from what we're about to do. And then twenty twelve was a very special year because that was the year that our team took down a top twenty-five team and we called that the year that we did something that's never been done before. So that was one of the things that really led the foundation for this team is that we were out to do something that had never been done. So it really translated to, you know, starting to go to Costa Rica Pushing for that MAC tournament championship and now dancing again.
0: You have the opportunity to stay relatively close at home. Only five hours, all it is for the Eagles fans wanting to make the trip to Champaign on Friday, an 8 p.m. start. It'll be the Eagles against the number three, Illinois. I know you haven't had a chance to look too much at them, but they're a team that plays in the Big Ten, so you're familiar with them. What do you know about Illinois?
2: Illinois has had a great season so far. They are a big physical team. I think they're really excited to have a top seed. They're going to be really good. But I love that we've got a team that believes in ourselves, and we got to get scouting and, and keep practicing this week. But. We're just really looking forward to it.
0: Coach, congratulations on the honor. Certainly thrilled for your program, and I know a lot of our staff will be there this weekend as you knock off Illini and then head to either get Dayton or Louisville on Saturday.
2: Yeah, we're looking forward to whoever is next, and uh, we're loving that we're dancing, and the season continues.
0: Season continues. Friday night in Champaign. We'll have so much more this week on emueagles.com. With the Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan mobile app, you can manage your health care coverage anytime, anyplace, anywhere. Download it now from the Apple Store or Google Play.
3: Hey guys, this is Nicole Remedios, and this is another segment of Peanuts Gallery. Today I'm joined with... Riley
4: Taylor. <laughs> what team? I'm on the volleyball team. Where are you from? I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana. That's... Kind of far, but not too far. Mm-hmm. It's only like four hours, so it's not not, not that bad. bad. Not
3: a bad drive. Mm-mm.
4: How'd you find Eastern? So when I was playing club volleyball, my coach at the time actually knew Kimmy okay. because she had recently coached her. So when Kimmy became the coach here, she was talking to my club coach and asked if they needed a setter. And... She found me, so.
3: Nice. And your position is setter, I'm assuming? Yes. Have you ever played any other
4: positions? Uh, no, because I cannot hit the ball to <laughs> save my life, so it's fine. <laughs> I'm
3: sure you could.
4: I'm sure you'd be better than most people. <laughs> so, big
3: exciting stuff just happened, and you guys have had a great season thus far and it's gonna continue to keep going and you guys are going to
4: we're going to Illinois to play Illinois actually
3: that's so exciting Mm
4: -hmm. it's very exciting it's it's fun to just make history for the school and really get to experience our first NCAA run so
3: you guys were here for like a long time this summer and like soccer and volleyball we guys were kind of we saw each other throughout the summer and it's it's a long process, and you guys are definitely, like, an
4: inspiration for the teams that haven't made it. <laughs> yeah, this it's it's pretty cool just to get to experience this, and we've been here all summer working, obviously. Like, we went to Costa Rica, so we started basically a whole month earlier yeah. than we were supposed to, so it just... It's definitely extended the season a lot more, but obviously it's all worth it.
3: Yeah. Costa Rica, do you guys do anything else other than volleyball? Did you have surfing?
4: Yeah, we went surfing. We Did you get up on the board? Um, yeah, there were some <laughs> girls that were better than others. Obviously our Hawaii girl oh, yeah. like, really killed it. <laughs> Showed everyone up. <laughs> Showed everyone <laughs> up. It was fine.
3: <laughs> Any big wipeouts?
4: Um, Alyssa wiped out backwards pretty <laughs> oh, hard. No. Like like a belly flop but with her back. But it was that oh, was funny. wow.
3: So talking about this season, you guys had a pretty good run, and I know we saw clips and everyone was tweeting you guys on the final game against Miami. How did, like, what was going through your head during that game? Because it was
4: was a pretty good game. got close. Mm -hmm. So we had obviously played three games prior to that, but everyone's comment to us after the game was, you guys didn't look like you already played three games before this, and obviously we went to a fifth set, which is a very long, (laughs) long game. But our thought process going into it was, we're here, might as well do it. Like, yeah. there's no, there's, we have nothing to lose. So we just went out there and played as a team and really got it done.
3: No, that was awesome. I know everyone was, like, excited and just, like, to make history, like you said, that's, like, it's crazy.
4: Mm-hmm. It is. A, it's a crazy feeling because it, it didn't really hit us right away. It kind of hit us when we got back for practice. And we yeah. were like, wow, like, we are the only MAC team still practicing but, yeah, it's it's still kind of surreal. Yeah. Like, we're, we're going to play a top three seed. That's, I mean, that's, that's crazy. not something that a lot of people can say that they do. Yeah, and we get to experience that with the people that we have the most fun with. Like, yeah. we're a very close-knit team, and I think that helps us a lot with all these long days. No, for
3: sure. Is that a reason why you chose Eastern?
4: Yeah, so a lot of um, the reason I chose Eastern is because we are so family-oriented yeah. here. Um, obviously, like... We didn't have to take time off for Thanksgiving, but our coaches gave us basically three days off. Because family is important. Of course. And that is something that we kind of go off of here. And we're all very, very close. Yeah. So it's kind of like our own family, but. But
3: the most important
4: question. Did you at least get to eat turkey this Thanksgiving? I did get to eat turkey. Uh, turkey's not my favorite thing, oh, but I did no. eat the turkey. <laughs> What's your
3: favorite Thanksgiving
4: like, meal? Mashed or... potatoes. Oh, okay, yeah. The mashed potatoes are the best. Gravy
3: on or to the side? To
4: the side. I don't really? like it. Mm-mm. Mm,
3: that's interesting. Right, I don't know <laughs> if we can trust you anymore. People who have gravy on the side of their mashed potatoes? That's just... I use it
4: for my turkey, not the mashed potatoes.
3: <laughs> All right, well... <laughs> We're all wishing you guys the best of luck as you guys go to Illinois. It's so exciting. And thanks for joining me, Riley. Thank you for having me. Of course. <laughs> I'm Nicole Armudios and this is another segment of Peanuts Gallery.
0: Do you want to eat something better than ramen? Come to Candy Cane Wireless, your local Boost Mobile dealer, and get all the data and hotspot you need to feed your brain while having money left over to eat more than noodles. Boost Mobile by Candy Get Can Wireless, located at 3033 Packard Street in Ann Arbor. Eastern Michigan off to a 2-1 and start on the women's basketball side of things. They're back in action this week against the Flames of UIC. Joined by EMU head coach Fred Castro. His team enjoyed a little respite after the, uh, the game against Iowa State. You get a chance to enjoy Thanksgiving and also a strong showing against a really good opponent in Iowa State.
1: Yeah, it's nice to get back and enjoy some time with family and and the team uh, over Thanksgiving break and then kind of get back to work and learn from our Iowa State game where we did play hard. We did compete. We were a little bit shorthanded in terms of depth, but a lot of things to grow on and, and learn from, and that's what we're looking to show on Tuesday.
0: We talked in your radio post-game interview, that it, a tough environment, certainly a, a partisan crowd that you were playing in front of, but they respected your team, certainly were appreciative of, of the defensive effort that they dialed up against the Cyclones.
1: Yeah, great environment, and you know it's, it's it's great experience for our players to play in something like that. When we go play at Central Michigan, Ball State, Toledo, it's gonna have a lot of that same feel. So it's good to get, especially our young freshmen and sophomores, uh, that kind of experience, and that way it's not uh, new later on in January and February when uh, when it really matters in conference play.
0: Corianne Cardwell, a exceptional game. She goes off for her career-high 25 points, knocking down 11 field goals, including a couple three-pointers. She also added seven boards, four assists, and three steals. Just an average day at the office.
1: So happy for her. She's worked so hard on her shot. If, if you could remember what her shot looked like her freshman year when she first got here before her Achilles injury and the amount of work she put in during that redshirt year, now it's you can really start see it paying off. She shot a three that was contested and she shot it with complete confidence. Not only shot it, but made it. So it's nice to see what this entire summer and off season and their dedication, uh, how it's paying off now. She played incredibly hard. And I told you a couple weeks ago, I think that this team will go as Yanni goes. So for her to have a stat line like she did, I think bodes well for us moving forward.
0: You were also able to get Hurst going. Courtney Lewis scored. Juanita Agosto had to depart that game with an injury, but even before she did, she was able to score. But more importantly, you were able to force the Cyclones into 22 turnovers, and that was the most they've had in almost a season and a half What were you able to do so good defensively against that ball club?
1: I think it's just our growth and development. Uh, We really didn't press them. Uh, It was more so in the half court. I think when we were locked in and we were playing the game plan like we wanted to, we did a lot of really good things defensively, and I think that's what you're referring to in terms of the crowd being so respectful towards how we did play that Wednesday. So I think it has to do with our soundness defensively, and our ability to play really hard. I mean, we went after some loose balls head first, which is nice to see for a coach. And and uh, those are the things that we're going to have to continue to do as the season progresses.
0: Last year, you were playing a couple different people at point guard. Micah Robinson also had Yanni playing that spot this year. You've handed the ball to freshman Jenna Anna Carrico and already ranking 16th nationally with four assists and turnovers. She's done a good job distributing the basketball, making sure it's not turned over. What has she done just as a freshman to come in, recognize her ability to pass, even when her shots aren't falling, she's been able to get other people involved.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I think she's doing it from a multitude of positions, not just the point guard spot. I think Yanni's handled that position for the most part and done a really good job. But what Jenna does do is she's got great feel for the game, a great basketball IQ. She knows where the ball is supposed to go. Um, And that's one of the things that during the recruiting process you absolutely love to watch and see because it's one of those things that you don't necessarily teach. You either have it or you don't. You can help and you can get better, but she's got great court vision. She handles the ball well. It's hard to rush her or speed her up. So that's kind of what leads to these positive assist to turnover numbers and they're numbers that i honestly think will get better because right now we're not making a lot of shots so once we start getting a rhythm and we start knocking down some more shots her assist numbers will only improve
0: four-star recruit jenna is and you don't see a lot of them come into the mac level what was really the ability for her to want to come play at eastern michigan and and really what was the draw for you to her
1: I think the draw for her was the family environment uh, relationship with the coaches and the players. I think it was our consistency from day one. Uh, We recruited her for a long time. And I think the fact that we were as consistent as we were and the relationship with our coaches just got stronger and stronger really made the difference at the end of the day. Uh, The things that, you know, she's a leader. She plays incredibly hard. She's got a great skill set, and to be honest with you, I don't think we've seen the best version of her just yet. Here pretty soon you're going to see her start knocking down threes, and that's going to bring a completely other dimension, uh, not just to her game but to us as a a whole. And, uh, you know, really looking forward to that progression moving forward with her as a player individually.
0: The Flames of UIC, your opponent tomorrow afternoon, 11 o'clock start. Kind of an odd start, but of course the building being a multi-purpose venue you have to to allow for some other events to go on, so you, have, you move the game time up, but a good ability for people to get out here, watch your team in an early afternoon game.
1: Yeah, we've been really happy. I think uh, the crowds have been good. You could hear them, I think, as we continue to progress and, and you know our fans start to see what this young group really looks like, what they can count on. I'm confident that the the uh, crowds will continue to only get bigger and louder but uh so far we've we've been really appreciative of the crowd support uh, uic is going is a hard working team that's very athletic plays really hard uh and you're going to see probably a fast-paced game so from uh let's say entertainment value uh, there should be quite a bit there
0: Flames come in one and three on the year. Most recently on Sunday, coming up short at number twenty-two Marquette, ninety-six thirty-two. Uh, but this is a team you had to face last year on their home floor, and a third quarter lead evaporates. What do you remember from that game a year ago?
1: Turnovers in the fourth quarter. I thought we played three really good quarters of basketball, and in the fourth, we we didn't handle their pressure very well. Something that we will need to do well on Tuesday. Because they will still full court press, they will run and jump, uh, so it'll be a, a telling number for statistically will be our number of turnovers, uh, or lack thereof, and our numbers of paint points. Uh, because I think that if we can limit our turnovers, uh, I think we'll have an opportunity to get great looks at the basket. So it's going to be a huge uh, emphasis for us.
0: And then not to look too far ahead. We know coaches never like to look straight too far in the future, but for people looking ahead to this weekend, a chance to go to Champaign and play a Big Ten opponent in the Illini and also, as you, we've already learned, a chance for people to double dip. They can go watch volleyball on Friday night, your team on Saturday, and spend the weekend in the land of Lincoln.
1: Yeah, I'm, I couldn't be more excited. We're going to get to go watch Kimmy's team compete in the NCAA tournament on Friday night at 7 p.m. So it, we're, we're as excited about that as anything. Uh, Kimmy's done a great job. We couldn't be happier for her team, see how hard they work, uh, and then we'll get to get a good night's sleep and play a very good Big Ten team.
0: Does it also, you use it as a little motivation to say, hey, guys, look at this. I mean, n- people counted them out in a lot of different ways, and this could be you really soon, too.
1: Yeah, you just never know. It's uh, it's a long year. It's funny how teams come together sometimes, and uh, I think in a lot of ways, they've, we're trying to do some of the things that, that Kimmy and her program has done. And uh, again, I, I'm just it's so much fun to watch their progression throughout the year. I got to see them play early. And then I, I've, as of late, I got to see them again. and you can just tell the progress and, and how their chemistry and you know how they're executing even better now. So those are things that we're looking for as a program for us. Uh, I do like where the team is headed. Uh, we're working really hard in practice. And uh, I think the, you, know, tomorrow's game, against UIC. We're, we're looking forward to having a good showing.
0: Coach, best of luck against the Flames and then also the Illini. We'll have the game tomorrow on ESPN Plus beginning at 11 a.m. Thank you, Greg. Quick timeout. More of the Eastern Insider podcast as we roll on. That'll do it for today's episode of the Eastern Insider Podcast. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Don't forget to follow us on all of our social media channels or visit us online at emueagles.com. For Kyler Ludlow and our entire EMU Athletic staff, thanks for listening, and go green!